Chapter forty nine of Hero Tales from History. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Betty B. Hero Tales from History by Smith Burnham. Benjamin Franklin, the boy who was diligent in business. When Benjamin Franklin was a little boy, he lived in Boston where his father was a maker of soap and candles. Little Ben was only ten years old when his father took him out of school and set him at work in his shop. Dipping candles all day long is hard, disagreeable work, and Ben, who loved books, often wished that he was back in school. His Uncle Benjamin sometimes tried to cheer the lad at his tiresome toil by telling him, it is not so much what you do in life as how you do it one day ben's uncle brought a bible into the smoky soap-fat room and read from it seest thou a man diligent in his business he shall stand before kings ben franklin was a thoughtful boy while he was bending over the little vat of hot tallow all that long day he could not help thinking of what his uncle had read to him half smothered by the burning grease he whispered to himself stand before kings i'm so tired and my back is so lame when night comes that i can hardly stand it all after ben had worked at home for two long years his father said to him my son you have been so faithful that i cannot bear to let you dip candles all your life you are fit for something better what trade would you like to learn ben was delighted he was so fond of books that he felt sure he would like to learn how to make them he answered his father's question by saying i would like to be a printer when a boy went to learn a trade in those days he had to serve as an apprentice that is he was bound out by law to work for a master until he was twenty-one at first he received nothing for his work but his board and clothes and when he was nineteen or twenty he was given very small wages at that time james franklin ben's older brother had a printing office in boston it was soon arranged that ben should be his brother james apprentice and work for nine years to learn the printing business Ben was clever and willing. The work of a printing office boy was very hard. More than this, James Franklin was a hard master. He sometimes boxed Ben's ears and treated him very unkindly. The more the young brother tried to please, the crosser James seemed to be. Ben bore this abuse for five years. He soon learned to set type well and to run the hand or foot press, which was hard even for a man to do james was so mean to him at home that the boy asked for just half the money it cost his brother to feed him so that he might board himself of course james was pleased with such a bargain the boy was so eager to learn that he saved half of the small sum to buy books he ate no meat only bread and a few plain vegetables instead of going out as the men and the other apprentices did to get a good dinner he stayed in the shop at noon to eat his dry bread and read benjamin franklin liked books which other boys thought too dry even better than good things to eat besides being studious ben was ingenious he had the knack of finding out what was wrong with things and making them right when the printing press would not work he fixed it and set it going again he soon wrote pieces for his brother's newspaper he was so bright willing and useful that everyone praised him except his brother who instead of being proud of ben was jealous and treated him worse than ever so ben had to run away not to sea but to philadelphia where he could get printing work to do 
he quickly found a place there and worked with a royal will if ever a young man was diligent in his business it was benjamin franklin when he was about twenty-one he became the owner of the largest printing business in america he was soon editing and publishing the best newspaper in the country before long he also started poor richard's almanac a sort of yearly magazine containing franklin's maxims or short wise sayings these have been translated into many languages and are quoted all over the world franklin founded the first library in philadelphia and started the university of pennsylvania he kept on improving and inventing useful things he made printers type and presses better than they were before one night his whale oil lamp smoked he went to fix it to do this he had to find out what made it smoke like that before he finished he had invented the best lamp in the world with his new knowledge of the action of drafts he went on and invented a stove to take the place of the fireplace which before this time was generally used for heating and cooking many people thought the most striking thing that franklin did was to make a silk kite with a steel wire projecting from the end of the long cross stick to fly in the clouds during a thunderstorm when the lightning struck the steel wire it ran down the kite string to a big iron key which franklin had hung there for that purpose he then put the key into a big wide mouth glass jar this was like catching the lightning in a trap in this simple way benjamin franklin proved that lightning is nothing but electricity flashing up in the clouds thus by studying into things every chance he had benjamin franklin became not only one of the most learned men in the world but the greatest inventor of his time he was honored with the title of doctor of philosophy by the greatest universities in europe better than this he was known and loved by the people all over the world while the war for independence was under way the leaders of the new nation called the united states of america came to dr franklin and urged him to go to france and persuade the king and the people to help the united states dr franklin said he would see what could be done when he reached paris he received a more wonderful welcome than was ever given to a king the good dr franklin's portrait and his stove were seen in nearly every home in france he became the fashion in paris the city of fashion storekeepers were selling franklin hats franklin canes franklin snuff boxes and so on while he was entertained by the king of france the kings of four other nations came to see him not only did he stand before kings but he sat at table with the rulers of five great nations of europe the french government supplied him with money men and ships to help to win the independence of the united states then he stayed in france and signed the treaty of peace which he brought home to america he arrived at the old wharf in philadelphia where he had landed many years before a poor hungry lad of seventeen running away from his cruel brother this time he was welcomed by thousands of people cheering cannon were booming the bells of the city were ringing above them all tolled the great liberty bell of independence hall the happy people shouted to one another hurrah for dr franklin hurrah for peace and benjamin franklin told some of them about the words his uncle had read to him when he was a boy seest thou a man diligent in his business he shall stand before kings End of chapter 49